Broadcasting Company. This is WRAL Out and About. I'm your host, Kathy Hanrahan. This is a podcast about bringing people together. And the state fair usually does that. And usually when I'm at the fair, I have to like break out some candy apples because the apples are just delicious and amazing. And they're not great for your teeth, but still they're so good. Um, but this year we can't do that. State fair has been canceled. So what are we going to do? Um, we have to find ways to find those delicious treats other places. And I've got a guest who can help you with your uh, candy apple fix. Uh, Kimberly Battle is the owner of Candy Apples by Kay. Um, and she is just, if you haven't been on her Instagram, it is insane. Um, Kimberly, tell me about these apples. I was on your Instagram and I saw the unicorn apple and I just lost my mind. Yes, yes. So we have more than 25 different flavors, um, different designs, colors. Um, We offer the hard candy apples, like the red carnival apple that you would get at the state fair. And then we also offer the caramel chocolate apples um, that you can also get at the state fair in a variety of flavors. But we do um, special events like birthday parties and weddings, and the unicorn is one of our most popular for birthday parties and baby showers. Um, the unicorns are big right now, but it just goes to show you, you can create anything with these apples. Um, the, the ceiling is just limitless with what you can do. So tell me more how you got into apples. Why apples? Well, um, it was nothing that I had always dreamed of doing. I did always love candy apples. And like you, the state fair is um, when I would look forward to getting our our annual fix. And um, during the year, if we would go on vacation and actually, you know, find a, a little candy shop or something and find them, that would be a huge treat. But my family always loved them. And I threw a surprise party for my um, husband And I wanted gold candy apples to celebrate his 40th birthday and could not find them anywhere. Um, So I was able to find a young lady out of um, Greensboro to make them for me. And I met her halfway and we loved them. We were like, oh, these are so good. We can now get candy apples, you know, from her. And so we started ordering a few times and she's like, you know, you don't have to drive all the way here to buy them. You can just, you know, Google a recipe and try them yourself. And I'm like, no, I can't b- even bake cookies well. I mean, I <laughs> this is would not be my thing. I didn't really see myself as very creative, um, but I did try it. And the more I tried it, the more I wanted to do more to see what other options were available. Like, oh, what color can I make now? And my kids were loving them. Then neighbors started wanting to purchase them. And I thought, hmm, let me do a little Instagram page and see, you know, could this catch on? Um, So we did that. And then it really did catch on. And uh, then we started joining some local farmers markets. Our first market was the North Hills Midtown uh, Farmers Market. And we had our table And we would go out there each weekend and set up and offer different flavors. And our social media, our Instagram, really was uh, the basis for our following. Lots of people were finding out about us there, but then coming to the market and seeing us as well. Um, That really took off. And in April of last year, um, we were able to open our storefront. And 
that's when I really had the vision of, wow, you have cupcake shops and cake shops and chocolate confectionery shops, and but you've never seen a candy apple shop where you can walk in and see a display of every color of the rainbow and flavors you've never even heard of um, displayed and you get to pick and choose what apple you would want and you don't have to wait until October. That's amazing. So, that's where we kind of started. And um, the markets, we went out to Holly Springs, Fuquay, lots of different markets, was able to, you know, uh, rub arms with a lot of great vendors and, um, and people and small businesses uh, that were building. And we just kind of built from there. And I really believe we're just in the beginning stages. Um, we're definitely going to grow much more from here. This is, it's interesting. I love the way you said you didn't even like bake cookies. You, it wasn't something you really sought out to do, but you, you know, you said, well, let me try it. I'll just give it a try and see. Um, and I can imagine you sitting there like on Pinterest and all the different sites. Like, let me find the best ones. Let me find, yeah. there's so many out there, but mm. is there a specific skill to being able to do this? Is there something like that you realized after doing it a little while, you know, I mean, are you, I don't know. I don't know. How would you go about you know, right. figuring out how to do all the flavors and everything. How'd you know what direction you wanted to go in? Right. Well, I guess the more that, like you said, Pinterest and following a lot of different other treat makers across the world, um, let you kind of see different things that were available as far as flavors and colors. And then I'll be honest with you, every week I learned something new. Um, Every time I make them, which it, it has become so therapeutic for me, um, but every time I make them, if something goes wrong, it's the opportunity where I'm like, okay, why did this happen? How, I mean, I've done this so much. Why is this happening? Why is this candy chewy this time? Why do I have to throw this batch of apples away because they're not right? It, it allows me to mix different colors with different flavors and find out what doesn't go together and what does. Um, the hard part about it all was really you're working with such hot, hot candy. Um, so it's not something that um, is easy to do. You have a very limited window. Um, the candy will harden very quickly if you don't work fast. And so it's like finding that window and being able to work quickly without burning yourself. Um, and the more that I make them, the more ideas that come to my head, like, ooh, what would a pumpkin spice Ooh. caramel apple be like? That would be perfect. And so now we're going to roll that out in October, you know, um, or uh, we have a line of uh, different cereals. Uh, we did like a fruity pebbles and a cinnamon toast crunch apple. Like who doesn't love cereal? Oh, and then, cereal. you know, it's like the candy apple is the basis for everything that you would ever love. Um, within the last couple of weeks, we actually did a maple bacon apple. That is Ooh. caramel, milk chocolate, and um, chopped up bacon with maple syrup drizzled. And it tastes like Sunday brunch. It's amazing. It's so, amazing. It sounds so good. Yes, it's it's just, you wouldn't think to do that. I would never exactly. think to do that. Exactly. So I just, I think um, we just don't limit ourselves. We um, definitely learn from a lot of different treat makers. Um, we've decided to focus mainly on our apples, but we do offer candy grapes in our storefront as well, which um, we sell them by the pint. You get 12 to 15 grapes and they're dipped in the same hard candy as like the carnival apple, but 
we do different flavors. So we have like a, an, a grape that has crushed Jolly Ranchers on the outside of it or cotton candy grapes with cotton candy candy on the outside, but then uh, cotton candy crunch pebbles on the outside. So the grapes are close to one of our, you know, best sellers in the store. People are always looking for them and we mm-hmm. always sell out. This, I mean, you just got my mind just blown. I'm like, <laughs> yes, grapes. We can still eat healthy, but we can also exactly. make it taste really good. So we can just smother <laughs> it in like cotton candy. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. I never would ever think to do that, but it sounds really cool. Yes. Yes. I love it. Uh, over the summer, we did some Asian pears. Um, um, we have done the golden kiwi as well. So all the seasonal fruit, like nothing is off limits. I will candy anything. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, guys, we are back. We we're talking about candy apples uh, with Candy Apples by Kay. We've got Kimberly here. Kimberly, you, you just, it's amazing to me that you find ways to, it's like grapes. And I mean, I love the grape thing is still just amazing. I can't wait to eat the grapes. I'm going to have to go to the shop and get the grapes and try the candy, the candied grapes because they sound amazing. Um, tell me more about some of the other stuff you were telling me about. We talk about apples. That's what you specialize in. How do you know what kind of apple to use? We only use the Granny Smith apples, uh, mainly because uh, the tartness of the Granny Smith goes so well with the sweetness that you're getting on the outside of the apple. Um, And they are very crunchy. Um, They don't become mushy. Sometimes a lot of the red apples will get mushy. And when you bite into the candy apple, you want a thin layer of candy that doesn't hurt your teeth or stick to your teeth and a crispy white apple on the inside that is crunchy. Um, and the Granny Smith offers the best of that. How many apples do you feel like you make in an average week? Wow. Um, it can range, but an average of probably seven to 800 a week. What? Where are you making these apples? Do you, yes. do you make them at your shop or do you make, you make them at home? Like, how do you kind of balance that? Yes. Um, so we have a state licensed kitchen at home. Um, so we do uh, make them all at home. It actually, we're only open three days a week. We're open Thursday through Saturday, two to six. And it actually takes uh, me working every single day. There's never a day off to prepare because there's a, a pretty intense washing process that the apples have to go through. Um, so that the apple is smooth and there are no bubbles in your candy on your candy apple. Um, so it really takes all those days to prepare for the three days that we're open. That's that's just amazing. That's a lot of apples to be doing. It so is. Tell me about and, the and, crew. It can't just be you oh, doing yeah. all these apples. Tell me <laughs> yes. about the crew. We have a small crew um, of, of family um, and close friends. You'll meet um, a lot of them when you come into the store. Um, Taina has been with us since we opened. Um, as well as uh, we have a, a, a couple of girls that are away at college, but when they come home for the summer, they work with us. My mom and her sister uh, both uh, also work with us. And my husband is my biggest supporter. Um, don't know what I do without him actually going out to the farmer's market every week and getting all of our fruit and helping wash and prep everything. It would be impossible to get it done. Um, but we are looking to expand um, and, and get a commercial kitchen that would allow us to um, better meet our, you know, the, the demand for what people are wanting. A lot of people are reaching out saying, oh, we wish we had this in Virginia. We wish we had this in Florida. 
do you ship? Do you ship? And so we do ship, but only in the cold months because the apples won't stand the heat. Mm-hmm. Um, course, one yeah. thing I will say this has taught me is patience because uh, the whole process from, like I was saying, the, the prep of washing and all that down to actually dipping the apples um, and, and t- having good time management, but working quickly, it all requires a lot of patience. And if you try to rush through it, it, it just doesn't come out right. And there's just something about homemade, whether it's homemade cookies, cakes, cupcakes, definitely candy apples. You can tell when someone took the time with that product um, and it wasn't, you know, created in, in a huge factory. So definitely taught me a lot of patience. What were you doing before this, before you decided to kind of go all in on these apples? Well, actually, I was an accountant for 19 years. Um, I worked for a lot of churches and nonprofits. Um, I worked in the healthcare uh, sector, and I was a finance director before leaving there. I actually was um, laid off and thought, hmm, do I jump back out there and find another corporate accounting job, or do I just kind of follow this dream? For that first year, I actually did both. I worked all day. And then the evenings were devoted to my children. And then when they went to sleep, I stayed up all night preparing for markets and things like that. And so I thought, this is a great transitional time for me to see, will this work? And if it doesn't work out, that's fine. I can just, you know, kind of fall back on my business degree to find another accounting job. But I really felt passionate about it and felt that it would be successful. And I've not looked back since. Well, I mean, it's it's great that you kind of were able to to do this. It kind of your life kind of led you in this direction. Um, you know, I I can understand it's got to be hard. You were doing both. I can't imagine staying up all night. Um, and but it was something you were passionate about, and you really wanted to to grow it. So I love that you got to follow your dream. Um, yes. I almost became an accountant. So anytime somebody tells oh. me, I was an accounting major. I was I was oh, an accounting wow. major went to went to college accounting major and I was copy editing my tests the teacher would like give me my accounting tests and I would be like you got like a, a period here you misspelled this and I was like I, I just would copy edit it when I returned it and she was like you you probably need to be doing something different and I was right. like I know and then the tax book was entirely too heavy I'll be completely honest it was just the tax code was so heavy mm-hmm. and I just couldn't it, it was heavy my friend used to carry it we used to alternate who was carrying it every day and <laughs> it's just not me. I said, this isn't me. Um, so I kind of fell back on my journalism, which is why I had been working in the industry, um, starting in the industry uh, very young at like 18 or 19. So I was like, I kind of want to do that. Because, you know, I'm, I'm copy editing my test, which is probably yeah, I'm spending okay. all my time, <laughs> spending all my time doing journalism stuff. So yeah, but I have a soft spot for all the accountants out there because that is not an easy job. No, um, it's not. Um, I'm also the mother of five. Um, so you can imagine juggling that, but I will say this, doing it all in the beginning made it not easy, but easier when I was able to step away from a full-time job and um, strictly focus on our candy apple company. It felt like a weight was lifted. So it felt much easier and I could enjoy it more rather than it being so stressful. And I was sleep deprived and I was just too much on my plate. Um, so I felt like I could pour more into it, build it more, um, be more creative um, in that space when I, you know, freed that up. So 
it was almost like uh, creating some endurance in myself. <laughs> definitely. I can't believe five. Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, you've definitely, you know how to juggle stuff and you definitely probably uh, have a lot of patience. Um, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, I have two and I can understand. I can feel it. Um, so tell me more about these flavors. Um, I saw on your website, you've got some wild flavors. Uh, what was one that I saw? I saw one that I was like, what in the world is that? Um, yes. Every, every, you had so many flavors that were blowing my mind. Um, yes. so, so fill us in, fill us in. Okay. So our most popular flavors are the pineapple um, and the cotton candy. Those are the best sellers. We pretty much have to carry them every week or people are so disappointed. Um, but they range from blueberry, bubblegum, uh, cake batter. Uh, we put sprinkles on that one. There's a sparkling wine that tastes like a sweet dessert wine. Uh, cherry, coconut, grape, green apple, mango, key lime, pomegranate, watermelon, tropical punch. Uh, we put nerds on our tropical punch one. <laughs> Um, and then like strawberry, kiwi, melon, pear, I could go on and on. Wow. Um, and all of the flavors are pretty much true to taste. When someone says, well, what does that taste like? It tastes exactly like what it's supposed to. We have not run across a flavor yet that we don't like, and we definitely taste test everything. <laughs> uh, so um, when it comes to the chocolate caramel ones, we have like Butterfinger, the turtle is our most popular, um, apple pie, Reese's cup, Heath bar, um, your, your caramel with uh, peanuts and like Oreo. And then we talked about some of the fun stuff we do seasonal. We even, uh, during the Girl Scout, uh, season, we used the Girl Scout cookies and did a different theme for all the different Girl Scout cookies for our chocolate caramels. And that was really fun. Uh, that we linked up good. with one of the local <laughs> troops. Yeah. And got all of our cookies from them and people loved it. There's so many different things you can do. And the thing, I mean, if anyone wants to really see examples, they should go to your Instagram. Um, and that's what candy with a K mm -hmm. underscore apples um, underscore by underscore K. Mm -hmm. um, but it, I mean, you can look and you can see, I'm scrolling through it right now. So I could kind of see some of the stuff visually. It's just beautiful. Um, it makes you want to try and eat these things. It makes you want to go and be like, I want to sample this one. I'm going to come back yeah. and have that one. Uh, and I love the ideas that you have for people's birthday parties. Oh, yes. I love like the Elmo and all, and all the different ones. Mm -hmm. It's something that would be a great favor, you know, Absolutely. and a great thing for kids to enjoy and families. And um, just for my own birthday, I'm, I'm excited about uh, getting some apples. Um, I really, I, I'm so happy that you were able to take the time to talk with me today and just kind of fill me in on your business. And how can people find out more about you and where's your shop? Okay. We are lo located at 6320 Capitol Boulevard and we're in Suite 107. We're right across from Triangle Town Center over by the First Watch Breakfast Place and Post Office. Um, we're open Thursday through Saturday, 2 to 6. And our Instagram and our Facebook are our best uh, avenues of communication. We post our flavors every week to let you know what will be available. Um, any fun stuff or collaborations that we're doing, we definitely post them there um, and make you aware of those. Um, I think you'd be pleasantly surprised if you visited our shop. We took a lot of time with a local um, designer to create not your average uh, candy shop. So when you come in, you'll see chandeliers and beautiful wallpaper, um, a huge uh, decorative bench um, that looks almost like a, a princess seat. Um, we Before COVID, we uh, would slice the apples for you. 
And so you could come in and eat in with us. Um, um, so we've had to halt that for the moment, but we definitely have uh, an environment that's welcoming for you to stay and, and hang out with us. Um, for right now, that's all we're doing as far as we're not doing any local markets or anything, um, but you can definitely find us there. We hope to extend those hours later on um, after things get a little better, but um, you can reach out to us uh, in a DM on either social media site, or you can send an email to candyapplesbyk at gmail.com. It's so great. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Thank you for having me. Great. This has been the Out and About Podcast, a production of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share with your friends. Um, and have a fantastic rest of your day, guys.